This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Caroline's Coffee, hand-roasted coffee from the foothills of California's gold country. Online at carolinescoffee.com. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. Welcome to episode 137 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, The Educated Parent. Mm, I like this one, Fletch. I know. This is, when you talk about podcasting on the fly, man, this is one we just we just wanted to talk about, just kind of came to us, and these are always our best episodes. <laughs> it's like seriously something we want to talk about, but hey, I want to pay homage to Jason. Was Jason the guy that invented the fluff? Was it Jason? Mm, I don't know yes. if it was Jason. We'll, we'll let him have it. Yeah, Jason. If he's not, he'll be like, I didn't do this. <laughs> um, hey, we had a great response to our television show last week. Our, our, our podcast episode, yeah. Yeah, on television. And uh, I, I'm really glad. That's another one that we just like wanted to talk about. And we sat down. And, and I think people are liking these quicker episodes. Yeah. Where we're just kind of throwing some ideas down. And really just getting real and talking out loud. Even when we're wrong. I wonder if people listen and argue with us. Yeah, I wonder that, but I also wonder like if we're just wrong sometimes for yeah. people, for, for them. Yes. And they're yeah. just like, oh, okay, these guys yeah. drives me crazy. I'm That's done. Okay. That's okay. I'm done. I've listened to 136 <laughs> episodes and I'm done. I'm done listening to them. But I was thinking about it this week because uh, on Friday night, we sat down and watched a Friday night movie night. So I sat down with the kids mm-hmm. and I was watching, again, it's not television, but we were watching uh, an Indiana Jones movie mm-hmm. and I had everybody in there with me and everybody was like totally into it, like blankets and pillows and we were just like sitting in front of the great god tv and just watching those whatever those rays that shoot at us yeah gamma rays, gamma rays. they're not gamma rays but no. anyhow it but we were watching good. it but i was thinking in my mind that we're going to um atlanta this year to the teach them diligently conference mm-hmm. and i had pitched them an idea of me doing a uh, topic on how to watch movies with your kids mm-hmm. and really that just goes for everything because whether it's movies or television, it's it's how to watch them with our kids and yeah. embrace them and engage them, show them what the marketplace is talking about. So whether it's making sure my top kids have all watched through Lost with me <laughs> and I've like gone through it four times or Indiana Jones or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, we're just kind of walking through some of these. You're a uh, good uh, discusser about that kind of stuff, though. And I think that that maybe came through on the last episode. I hope, you know, I mean, you're not, you guys aren't just sitting there being entertained by lost. There's a lot of conversation you guys pull out of it or themes about redemption and, um, the gospel. It happens on everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether we're watching Sherlock and I can't stand just to watch it without talking about like (laughs) technically how they're filming it. Yeah. Um, so, Hey, that's not really fluff. I'm just talking about last episode Mm -hmm. and 
Are you kidding me? If it, it wouldn't be real life unless I said I came home at lunch today and only the teens are home and I come in and the television's on and Keeping Up with the Kardashians is on the screen. I and I'm like, know. Who is watching this? I know, because I no came home right it. after you and I was like, what the heck? And Jack said the same thing. He's like, what is with the Keeping Up, you know, or whatever. So I don't know, maybe that wasn't what No, was it wasn't on. on. It, was some, it was just yeah. on in the background, but I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So I that's know. not And then real, we got into life. a whole discussion about why those people have a TV show. So, I don't know. I guess maybe some good came out of it. Yeah. Anything from you? We just did a live video. We did. We just that was fun. showed people the studio. So, if you want to see what our yeah. new studio looks like, head on the Facebook, um, facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL or and what you'll find your, a live what video. Or what your dentist's office might look like. Yeah. I when guess. he converts it to a podcast studio and shoves everything <laughs> to the back corner. I bring the dog down here and she doesn't even know where to go anymore. I know. She sleeps in the bathroom. I know. All right. Is that good? Do you have anything? I, I think that's good. You yeah. want to talk about the Super Bowl? Um, um, no, but if you're... <laughs> did you have a favorite commercial? My favorite was Honda. I tweeted Honda, yes. and Honda tweeted me back. And that was the um, the yearbook one. The yearbook I one. I love that Killer. commercial. I did. I love so that one, funny. too. So funny. Yeah, that was great. Well, it wasn't so funny. It just it was, was super clever. clever. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't yeah, have anything. I didn't one. have a favorite I team. I know, didn't care about yeah, the football. Exactly. Favorite part was the um, cheese dip that you bought out of the cheese dip aisle. That was <laughs> like so stinking good, but so packaged and bad that for me. It was so funny because it was a last minute like, and I don't usually do that because no. I, I made a homemade You're dip You're like, too. you'd go milk the cow and I would not milk make the, the cow. cheese not yourself. Quite that ridiculous, but close. No, but it was a, it was a good sharp cheddar dip with pretzels. All right. So before we get into this show... Um, as always, I showed this during the live video. I'm drinking Caroline's coffee. I'm drinking Fairtrade Organic Nicaraguan tonight mm. in a black bag, which Caroline's normally comes in this nice paper bag. But just here you go, people. Ooh, it smells so good. So, um, you know, Holly and Trace Fike over at uh, Caroline's Coffee have been sponsoring the show for over a year. Wow. You can head over and get a 10% discount from Caroline's Coffee just by using the code HIRL, which if you don't know, if you're brand new and you're like, why that? homeschooling in real life Mm -hmm. and our listeners somebody a long time ago called themselves hurlers um so go in over and get a whatever you want get tea get coffee but use the code you'll get 10 percent off hey and you know what do that for us because there's nothing better than getting a nice bag of coffee delivered to your door yeah and wrapped up i I opened this one up uh, earlier every week i get this you know bag and it's it's signed by like Elise with a little heart. Oh, thanks, or Elise. Sandy with a little heart, or whoever it is that's <laughs> packaging over at Caroline's that day. But truly, a small coffee roaster in the foothills of California. There's an actual brick and mortar. Yeah, and it's literally brick and mortar. It's an old gold town. <laughs> Grass Valley, California, is a gold town, and it's a brick and mortar little building that's probably been around since the 1800s. Yeah, uh, how cool not. is that? You Super get this cool. package on your front porch somewhere in like Nebraska or. Yeah. South Dakota, or I don't know where those people suckers are. in Minnesota that are freezing right now. Up in now Maine, because exactly. we're getting like sunshine. Yeah, and in and it is a box from the Gold Country of California. Yeah. How cool is that? Super, super yep. cool. It is. Actually, I'm thinking right now of our listener. I can't remember her name, but I know where she lives. She lives in Saint Olaf, <laughs> Nebraska. Right. right, right. And they live on a dairy farm or a beef farm. I think it's a beef farm. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm sorry if I mess that up. If you're listening. If you're not listening, well, then I didn't offend you. She she gave up at 136. She probably gave up at 136. She's like, that's <laughs> it. I'm done with those TV watching homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. All right. On with the show. We have some intro music. And here it goes. Roll the music. I got a schoolboy heart. A novelist eye. Stout sailor's legs. And no you know who that is? 
I, of course I know who that is. I cut my relationship with you, teeth, on that music right Yeah, there. so that's Jimmy Buffett. A schoolboy heart. Mm. I've got a schoolboy in heart. Mm-hmm. Nautilus. I. I. South Stout sailor legs. sailor legs. South sailor. Wait, no. Stout sailor legs. Stout sailor legs. legs. Oh. And a license to fly. fly. Yeah, because he does have a license to fly. See, I was it's this idea attention. of like open, just like the horizons before you, and there's something to head out to and to learn and conquer. And so mm. um, he very much, as a musician, has encouraged me as a listener over mm-hmm. the last 30 years to always have a spirit of adventure. And yeah. if you were touring the office on the live video, you saw the Fletcher Festo, which says live a life of adventure. Right. Um that's part of just like who I am. Like I want to continue to adventure. And that got me thinking about this episode, the educated parent. Mm. Um, we're talking about it as a response to what? What are we responding to? Well, I think we are responding to the fact that so often as homeschooling parents, we get bogged down in that and we forget that we too need to stay curious. We need to be learning new things for ourselves and for um, the glory of God, not just because we're going to teach it to our kids. All right. So let's get into this because I think, um, I actually don't think we're going to get any pushback. Um, There's a couple spots where we were trying to identify where we might. We'll talk about those in just a few minutes. But I think this idea is that this is just not optional. No, I agree. You know, as homeschoolers, um, we've made a decision. Okay, we're we're going against the trend. And, and even though if you read the news lately, you might find that we're no longer really going against the trend. True. You know, we're trendsetters. Yeah. What um, was the statistic you read today? 37% versus 27? I think it was 37% were in yes. homeschooling. It's Over hard. More homeschoolers than charter schools. Than charter schools. schools. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to pinpoint because it's grassrootsy. Mm-hmm, right. Um, and there's just a lot going on in the homeschool discussion right now. So as far as how many there actually are of us, but this idea that it's not optional, you know, mm-hmm. as homeschoolers, we've made this decision. We're, we're going, we're trendsetters. Um, we have pulled our kids out, you know, to, to school them at home. But this idea that we need to be lifelong learners. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I think also as homeschoolers, if you've done this for any amount of time, it is so easy to get into that trap of being very kid centered. And we don't want to do that, you know, as, as believers, as Christian parents who want our kids to be others centered, um, somehow we get wrapped up in (laughs) making our kids sort of the center of everything we do. It's so easy to do that. And I think particularly as homeschoolers, so we don't take time for ourselves. It's all about the kids. Yeah. And there are some homeschoolers that have just pulled their kids out. They're right. like, I'm getting out of the system. Right. Um, but they kind of forget this idea that, you know, we're, we're not home. They're, what they're saying is we're not just homeschooling them for educational purposes. And I want to say, let's not forget the education and all this. Let's not forget <laughs> yeah. that we have to be pretty decent at educating our kids. Yeah. You know, um, I think we've talked about this before. I feel like you have. And, and if I'm stepping on huge toes, they need to be stepped on. Mm-hmm. We need to educate our kids at the end of the day, people. Right. And you know? if you have if you have nothing else to compel you toward that and, and realizing that academics are indeed important, it is the law of our land. Our children are guaranteed a, an appropriate education. And if you're not providing them with what is a solid academic basis for the rest of their lives, you're, you're not obeying the law, you know? Yeah. So I, and I reason I and say I, that you're not, you're not even giving your kids a service. Like, right. Yeah. You are doing them such a disservice, um, to, to just functioning as adults in the, in the real, real world. Um, but the reason I say that Fletch is because I've heard people say, 
it's just not about it. Academics aren't important to us. It's all character. It's all, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I, I just want to challenge you to rethink that in light of the fact that we, we didn't, we don't see that in scripture. There were educated men through who wrote the gospels, right? And they were educated, uh, men and women throughout the course of history that furthered Christian history and furthered the church. Yeah. And God also used real simple people, you know, absolutely, you know, to to make absolutely. huge, huge statements in Scripture, and that's right. fine as well. But again, as we're talking about homeschooling, you have chosen to homeschool your kids. Yeah, let's remember that there's an education behind this, and part of it is you can't give up. And it, as yeah. you were talking, I was thinking back to one department back at the university we went to. They had a department of lifelong education, mm-hmm. yeah. and I remember thinking, like, well, I am so cannot wait to get out of school because I'm done with this. Um, and I can remember the only reason I went to get my bachelor's was so that I could then go on to graduate school. Sure. Like there was, it, there it was never because, an end. Yeah. yeah. I can remember like, yeah, it wasn't okay. like I'm just finishing a line. I'm doing this so I can go to more school. So when I finished my, my graduate work in, in a, the school of dentistry, I was like, I'm finally done mm-hmm. only to realize, you know what? I'm not finally done. So that's the gist yeah of what we're talking about in this episode. Like, yeah. Let's remain educated. Um, so, Ken, do you want to talk about oppositions? Do you want to talk about weaknesses? What do you want to talk about here? Yeah, I think that the oppositions are, are A, uh, what I mentioned before. I hear this a lot and have heard it over the last two decades uh, in the homeschool community that, oh, I'm, I'm focusing on the character training of my children. And I would just like to say that you can use education as a conduit to character. And by that, I mean, if your children have to sit and obey you and do their um, phonics, which they hate, what are they learning? They're learning good character uh, lessons in patience. that patience, um, obedience. They're learning um, stick to itiveness. Yeah, right? stick through the job. Yeah, and as they grow older, they're learning to turn things in on time, to be accountable to somebody outside of themselves, to be accountable to somebody outside of you. Um, Those so, are all character training issues. Absolutely, in the framework of education. Right, and and we see the same in sports or music or theater or dance or some of those other areas that our kids get involved in. Um, that there are opportunities to learn to yield to other people it's a, um, and the desires of others. That, That's yeah. what we were talking about. This can be an excuse mm-hmm. of like, I, it's just easy. It's just easy to homeschool my kids and um, mm-hmm. we're not focused so much on academics. Mm-hmm. We're, we're spending a lot of times on character, but it really is just, it's just an excuse for like, I'm not getting the job done. I like think I don't want to eh, sometimes. Not, well, and sometimes. I think people want, they, I know. I, I mean, I think there's a genuine desire to say, you know, all I really want to do is grow good Christians. Well, guess what? You're providing the environment for that, but it's the Holy Spirit who does that work. Yeah. So yeah. And growing good Christians is also educating them in the things of the Lord and, and, that, and the things of the world. And we want them to be able to read and discern and right. I know and we so, have, we have some people right now cheering us on saying yes. I mean, I know when Melanie Wilson was on, yeah, she's a Christian psychologist and she was on for a couple episodes on depression, me time. Right. She's like, yes, this is the mantra I want to shout from the rooftops mm. to homeschool moms. Educate and, your kids. You know, educate them. And we mm-hmm. have others that are just like, that's it. <laughs> right. 136 episodes, I'm done. Right. Okay, so another one, there's another opposition maybe to um, remaining educated yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, we're going to talk about some answers, some general resources to these, but one is I don't have the time. 
Well, and that's absolutely legit, don't you it's, think? Oh, I've seen homeschool moms that are just they're crawling across the floor trying mm. to pull themselves up into bed at night oh, just yeah. to collapse because they know it's feet on the ground at 6.30 a.m. Right. from a little right. one. Or they're, mm-hmm. they have a kid that's literally sucking the life out of them. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. at the end of their day, get it, homeschool moms. I'm not bashing this one. Yeah, and and I would say time is precious. Remember also that there are seasons and times for things. Um, I've had people say, I can't, I don't have time to listen to a podcast. It's never quiet in my house, or I always have to be, I always have to have an ear on what's going on. Boy, do I get that. You yeah. know, we have this perpetual preschooler <laughs> in our home named Mighty Joe, and the, our ears when he's home, our ears have to be constantly listening for where he is and what he's doing. So I understand that. Um, there's and, some tag and teaming there. You there's tag some team. tag yeah. teaming. And in those years also, um, those were times where it was nap time and I made a point of reading scripture and reading something else for my own um Let's put in the show notes the me time episode because I think that's important here to remember that yeah, okay. you, it, time is important, but me time is important as well. Yes. I mean, time is a good excuse, but me time... And uh, hey, this is why you need to drink Caroline's coffee. You get a little more energy out of your day. <laughs> well, and so then as as the years have gone by here and, and my role changes with kids, I'm, I've been in the car quite a lot. Um, not as much now since we moved into town, but when we were out um, on the outskirts of town and I drove so much then audiobooks became key. And you guys, I just educated myself in so many different avenues last year listening to a variety of audiobooks. Now, the other one that uh, will come up is money. I don't have the money to educate myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm wondering here if people just are unaware of what the resources are. And we'll get to some resources. Yes, We're going to get to some absolutely free resources. Yes, we will. Like, and I don't mean like, hey, this is free. Just give me your credit card. I mean, like, no. literally, yeah. people, yep. free. Free, free, free. free. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that, that we have had. Now, even people of affluence who have everything at their, you know, they can buy these mm-hmm. curriculum packs by the dozen and mm-hmm. this didn't work i'm gonna buy some more and this mm-hmm. didn't work i'm gonna buy some more i know people that even the the most affluent homeschoolers i know still use these great free resources sure because the keyword is they're great yeah they're not right. just like they're not just free they're not they're just free it's not like you went fabulous. down to the, the library and got the worn out books correct these are great free resources so yeah. um although that could be an opposition let's just realize that there's the possibility that you can you can get some free stuff so you know, Fletch, I think there's one more opposition oh, yeah. that people would say, and that would just be my own weaknesses. So I know for me, that's, you know, I don't, I tend to shy away from science and math things because I don't understand higher math. I'm just putting it out there. Um, I, I topple out at about sixth grade. That's it for me, <laughs> sixth grade math. Um, and unless I took the time to really study it all over again and, you know, yeah. And mine is, again. you know, you've heard about me. I'm, I'm not a reader. Mm-hmm. I don't like to read, physically read. I don't like to read words on a page. Right. Um, and truthfully, guys, don't take up politics with me. Mm-hmm. I don't care enough yeah. about politics. And I know and, that just... And that's just, a weakness. That's a weakness. Yeah. And I know people, it just infuriates them mm-hmm. that a homeschooling dad mm-hmm. wouldn't be like, oh, that's my job. Every morning, I'm going to tell you about all right. the politics in the world. Right. I just... it It's never been anything to... That grabs me. So I have a friend who loves politics. Yeah. And I just get my briefings from him. He's like okay. my, my White House briefing correspondent. <laughs> that's really yeah. nice to have one of those. So how, that's how you compensate for that weakness. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, and, so and then my other I think... ones are books on tape for I'll read a book if someone's reading it to me. Yeah. Okay. That's great. All right. So if you're just joining us, we're talking uh, 
about the educated parent. This is episode 137 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, and it's this idea that we are going to remain educated mm-hmm. as parents while we're teaching our kids. Mm-hmm. So um, we've talked a little bit about you know what this is about and maybe some oppositions um, and you know what those are all about. But now going forward, um, I have a couple things I want to say. And this first idea is we were kind of working through the notes. Um, this idea about challenging yourself to keep learning. Yes. Um, whether it's adventure, I think it's that spirit that I have or that I was raised with that was like, you want to learn something? Learn it. Yeah. yeah. You know, challenge yourself. I knew nothing about podcasting, like yeah. technically. Like right. I, I love podcasts, but I knew nothing right. like how to set up a studio. And there isn't, wasn't a ton online until I found people and started asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember back in dental school when I said, it doesn't seem like I shouldn't know how to juggle. It seems like <laughs> juggling is something you could learn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And back in 1991, 92, I bought a book on yeah, juggling. On juggling. And we went down to the wharf at San Francisco. So funny. And I got some juggling beanbags. Because they had an actual juggling store. They had a juggling store. store and I, yeah. I started juggling. And then I told the person at the store, I'd really like to learn how to juggle pins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but my point was, if you want to learn it, Go ahead and learn it. Yeah. Like, how do you think uh, these people learned to do what they did? Well, and nowadays, I mean, the, the reality of this is so accessible. You, you want to learn how to do anything? We talked about this last week. Pull it up on YouTube. Yeah. Tutorials abound. Yeah. On, that will, you know, and you can pick, you can have your pick. Uh, I mean, <laughs> this is kind of funny, but for our son's wedding, I, I wanted a certain specific makeup technique for my eyelids and guess what? I found it. Yeah. <laughs> so. so challenging yourself, a new info, new skill, like a new skill. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking about skills, but um, just different different studies now. And I think if anybody uh, exemplifies this in our life now, it's your mom. Oh my goodness. I have said this for years. My mom <clears throat> is probably the most educated woman I know, and she never went to college. Um, but she always says... I'm just curious. I'm just curious. And so she has educated herself with thousands of books and talking to people and just learning and soaking in and taking classes and doing things. And she deserves an honorary degree. I mean, she just, she just knows so much about so many things and it's because she's just curious. And I think that's something I've taken up after having known her. Like, Mm. just ask the questions. Yeah. i you hate dinner parties? I love dinner parties because I love to sit and just like, well, tell me about what you do. Mm. And, uh, you know, so someone says, I think, you know, someone today came in and said, well, I'm a software engineer. I'm like, okay, but what does that mean Yeah, for you yeah. on a day-to-day? You get up and go where? And then, you know, one thing you know, like your mom will say, people love to talk about themselves. Yes. And so if you just keep going down a path, I'm not doing it just to talk. Mm-hmm. Like, well, tell me about yourself. Like, and then I'll, I'll often come up in conversation. Oh, I have this person I met mm-hmm. that does this and this and this. Uh, and, oh, man, I'd love to learn how to do that. You know, the current thing for me, if I was just being really transparent with our, our listeners, I, I got on this thing about how to make pipes, <laughs> you know, out of briar, <laughs> like a chunk of briar wood, yeah. and how to, to make a hand, you know, hand make a pipe. Wow. And uh, I don't have any of the tools, but I'm meeting people mm-hmm. that I just meet in my day-to-day life. Like, hey, do you have access to a drill press, a lathe? And I'm finding all the tools I need to accomplish this thing. And you, once I do it, I'll probably be done. What else have I done? 
Yeah, just like one time things where you learn to do things. Yeah, and like then you wanted move to on. learn how to roast you coffee. You did beer. How to know, make beer. The, yeah. My, and, my and dad we, taught us how to make wine. Yeah, yeah. And that's great. I mean, so then if it doesn't become a passion for you, move on. You learn something in the process. Yeah, it's great. Right. So, yeah. so this idea of like your mom, just remaining curious. Now, um, we had some great resources that we were thinking about for our listeners. And folks, here's the deal. Um, we're talking about just remaining educated. You're probably... A lot of you are probably leaps ahead of us here. So mm-hmm. we're trying to encourage those of you who are like, I don't even know. I'm I'm in the midst of baby life or I'm yeah. in the midst of diapers. Or I have a high school <clears throat> diploma and nobody ever encouraged me to keep that. learning. Yeah. Right. In fact, this is funny. You, you mentioned that. Um, Joe's behaviorist who comes to our home once a week, we had this conversation about the amount of books that are in our home, which kind of made me giggle because we have downsized Literally, we had 1,500 books in our other home, and we have gotten rid of so many of them, donated them to a friend who's starting a homeschool library um, and things like that. And we, we, have, we have a small fraction of what we used to own. And she was commenting on that small fraction, and she said, Kendra, I go into homes all the time where there's, there, is, there is not a book, not one. Yeah. Not one yeah. is there, you know, and so kids are not exposed to that. And I, we well understand that some of our listeners were raised in homes where there wasn't curiosity. There weren't books. There wasn't a, a, a thirst and, a, you know, for knowledge and, oh, and homeschoolers education. raise your, raise your invisible hands right now that we can't see if going into a used bookstore is like one of your favorite things to do. <laughs> I mean, I know Kendra and I can get lost in, in an yeah. antique shop or an, an old bookstore just based on what's available. Just curiosity, yeah. So here are some real resources for you. You can go to these right now. Mm-hmm. Kendra, what do you have? Um, my first one would be to point you towards Susan Wise Bauer's book called The Well-Educated Mind. Susan and her mother wrote The Well-Trained Mind uh, probably almost 20 years ago now because that's one of the first resources we used when we began homeschooling. Um, and she is a professor at the College of William and Mary and quite a prolific author as well. Um, she was homeschooled in the 70s and 80s, which is so awesome. Um, but she wrote this book for homeschooling parents called The Well-Educated Mind. It is a launching pad. Where do I start? I've never had to read a classic beyond, you know, what would you have to read in high school of Mice and Men, you know, or something yeah. like that. Like I've never read anything beyond The Scarlet Letter and I had to read it for I'm high school. I'm from California. And we I read, read the Cliff a Notes. a lot of Steinbeck. Yeah, we did read yeah. <laughs> So, um, and so then, then she goes through and gives you, she starts with, um, what is considered to be the first novel, which was Don Quixote. And she brings you all the way up until modern, really good literature, discusses it, you know, shows you how to read it, that kind of thing. So that's a great launching pad for somebody who doesn't, who wants to get started in literature. Hey, a free one. You're doing it right now. Podcasts. Mm -hmm. There's a, Mm -hmm. just go to the, the podcast store on apple itunes and look up anything anything any topic Mm -hmm. i mean i can't tell you how many i've just like looked up and i've started and stopped podcasts sure me too that are like kind of good and then you're like Mm -hmm. i'm done with this you know Mm -hmm. like a lot of people with us around episode 136 (laughs) i'm done with those tv watching podcasters (laughs) um hoopla now that comes through our library but i know it's it's something you can go on Okay, so your public library likely has a digital uh, component, and all you have to do is go on your library website 
uh, homepage or ask your librarian um, what they use. Hoopla is one. Um, there's another one. I'm not remembering the name of it because it's not what our library uses. But all you have to do is make an account on that site and put in your library um, county and your library card number and you're in. Yeah. And so we listen to, um, the kids and I have listened to the entire series of unfortunate events um, for free. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm listening to Hidden Figures, the audiobook, now, free, you entirely still download, free. You, you check it out like you you're in you a library. Ours, Hoopla allows you three weeks with the material. And it's um, five so, yeah. total downloads, or five per books, month. Per month. Per month. Right. So I'm listening to the entire C.S. Lewis uh, books. I'm mm-hmm. reading his, mm-hmm. his um, what do you call it, anthology? Mm-hmm. Yeah, total anthology. I'm trying to read them chronologically. Wow, that's So I found a chronological so listing great. of his books and his writings, and I'm trying to read through it because I want to read through how his faith progressed. Mm. And um, man, the first three so far have all been on Hoopla for free. Oh, that's so, so great. So super yeah. cool for a guy like me who doesn't like to read. Again, people, so far we're free. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Khan Academy yes. um, website. It's not just for homeschooling kids. Yeah, and, and I'm really surprised. Every time I speak um, somewhere and I bring up Khan Academy, there's all there's always a, a good amount of people who don't who haven't heard of it. So it's yeah. K-H-A-N Sal Khan, Khan Academy. It's a great story com. as to why it's so popular. Mm-hmm. But I've gone on and refreshed um, physiology, yeah. anatomy, um, yeah. just college-level courses. Speaking of college-level courses, iTunes University, iTunes U, um, there are universities, Stanford, um, I think Harvard is where I was downloading a philosophy class. Good grief. That's um, awesome. Yeah, you can, I was just going through a philosophy course. It's the coursework from the university that they just put up online. Yeah. Again, free. Now, not totally free. You need to have a computer. You have to have iTunes. <laughs> and right? you have to have iTunes, all this, you know, things mm. that you need. But once you're there, I mean, I didn't pay anything. I had all the resources at my fingertips to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, MIT, MIT Open Coursework. Open Courseware. Um, so that's another one. Just look that up, MIT Open Courseware, and you will have all the courses from MIT that are uploaded there as well for free. It's and amazing. you mentioned Audible. Yeah, Audible, um, because if you, it's a $15 a month membership um, and you get not free. download, <laughs> not free. However, uh, one of the gems on Audible is the access to the great courses. And if you ever go to the great courses online, these are like iTunes U or MIT OpenCourseWare. These are the best of courses from all over the United States primarily. Um, they take professors. Uh, they vet them. They find great courses from them, hence the name. <laughs> and uh, you can you can listen into those courses. Really? We have used their high school chemistry course this way. Um, and then if you're an Audible member, you can download those right cool. there. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are some resources. We'll put what, however we can link those in the show notes. We'll put those in the yes. show notes. Um, if we're going to wrap up with one thought for you on this topic, it's what? I just want to put it out there again um, that my mom, who's in her 70s, not a college-educated woman, she just is curious and um, one of the most interesting women I know. Yeah. And folks, there's no educational finish line. We never hit the end. Right. We're always going to be learning. Um, And I think that's true in your faith. I think that's true in life. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's true in relationships. Like how many of you have figured out your best friend? Totally. 100%. (laughs) Or your spouse or your kids or your parents where you go, huh, 
I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's because you're a constant student of something, someone, your faith. No um, educational finish line. So, hey, that was a good show. It was. It was great. Hey, good educated topic. parents, let's do this. We yeah. would love to hear what you are reading, what you are learning, um, how this maybe spurred you on to learn a new skill or learn something you didn't know before. Yeah. Um, you can do that on facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL. You can tweet to us on Twitter at homeschool IRL. How else, Fletch? You can make it easy and just go to homeschoolingirl.com. That's right. Everything is there. Every, everything, if you want to reach us, everything is there. <laughs> um, don't forget, um, we are here every week, sometimes a day or two late. Thanks for the grace, people. Thanks for the the kindness to us when we've been a couple days late on these shows lately. Um, if you would like to reach out to us, please do so on any topic. If there's anything you want to hear or if there's someone you want us to interview, we're trying to keep these shorter and sweeter. Um, we have some great shows coming up. We talked about them on the live video. So if you want to know what's coming up on Facebook, on a homeschooling IRL, just go on over to the live video at facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL and you'll see what we talked about. You can see our coffee. You can see the studio. You can see Kendra at the end of a homeschooling day. She was <laughs> it's so not excited. pretty. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com. 